You know, in horror movies, when somebody's like, Listen, I'm going to go out to the living room and check on what's going on up there. I'm going to go check that out, or I'll, I'll be right back. I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to go outside and take a look around. And you're just like, no, do not do that. Do not do that. Andy, is that you? <laughs> yes, I do know exactly what you're talking about. Do you do you think that's how health officials feel right now? Like seeing people, you know, not following <laughs> coronavirus guidelines and and places lifting mask mandates and stuff. Yeah, I would say that's a pretty accurate description. <laughs> I think you know what you've heard from Dr. Fauci and Dr. Walensky and others over the course of the past several weeks is they've slowly been trying to warn people that if you know we don't pay attention to mask mandates and other public health restrictions that we could face a fourth surge of of COVID-19. And I think that has sort of reached a tipping point over the last couple of days. What we're likely seeing is because of things like spring break and pulling back on the mitigation methods that you've seen now, several states have done that. So I'm speaking today not necessarily as your CDC director, not only as your CDC director, but as a wife, as a mother, as a daughter, to ask you to just please hold on a little while longer. I so badly want to be done. I know you all so badly want to be done. We are just almost there, but not quite yet. Hey there, Pulse Check listeners. This is Jeremy Siegel, continuing our special series on the coronavirus outbreak. Today, I'm talking with Aaron Banco who covers the pandemic and the CDC for our health team, about the current rise in cases, the fear of what could happen if they go up even more, and the tricky situation the Biden administration finds itself in as it simultaneously tries to sell messages of hope and that the end is in sight, but that we still need to hunker down as we try to vaccinate more people and get the pandemic under control. Here's our conversation. So nationally, cases are rising. We're up about 13% in terms of of COVID-19 case numbers uh, this week in comparison to last week. But the cases seem to be higher in states such as Michigan, New York, New Jersey, Florida, Connecticut. But I'd say that there's a pretty big emphasis right now on the Northeast. Do we know why cases are rising there so much? We're not exactly sure what is causing these this new uptick. I think it's a combination of things. We have these new uh, variants that have emerged over the past several months that uh, are spreading, from what I can tell, pretty rapidly uh, in the Northeast, particularly the B117 variant, which originated in the UK. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a race against time. We're trying to get as many people vaccinated as possible. And so right now what we're seeing is that these infection numbers are just ticking up and up and up day over day. And so the concern in the Biden administration is right now is what happens if if these numbers don't plateau and don't decrease? Could we see that fourth surge? And so everyone's sort of on pins and needles waiting to see what happens over the course of the next few weeks. This might be a dumb question, but right now we do have you know a good portion of the public vaccinated something like nearly 30 percent of adults in the u.s have gotten a shot and you know the shots i know do prevent people from getting sick at least with coronavirus why are we still seeing cases rise like this despite the fact that we are vaccinating 
a lot of people? I think it's a really tough question. I think scientists are still trying to figure this out. But I, I'd say the the bottom line right now is that we just have not vaccinated enough of the American public to blunt the increase in, in infections. And so that's what I meant when I said it's a race against time. With these new variants emerging and they're highly transmissible variants, we see an infection rates spiking right now. And so if you don't have a, a high percentage of the population vaccinated, that's going to become a problem. Also, we see certain portions of the country rolling back public health restrictions, reducing or eliminating mask mandates, people traveling more, people going on spring break. Spring breakers ignoring orders to leave. Miami Beach police using pepper balls and brute force to break up the party. And so the more these things happen in combination with one another, the more likely we're going to see another surge. What is the worst case scenario right now? If we do keep seeing cases rise like they are at the moment, what could happen? I think it's really hard to tell at this point, but my gut tells me, and you know, some Biden health officials have, have been hinting at this. Walensky was on the Rachel Maddow show uh, the other day talking about, uh, you know, trying to indicate what the worst case scenario could be. And I think what everything tells us at this point is that if we don't get these infection rates under control, if these cases do not plateau, if they do not begin to decrease, and we do not continue to ramp up vaccinations quickly, we could see potentially new variants emerge that evade the vaccines that we currently have available. So we could reach a scenario, hypothetically, potentially, where we have these new variants emerging and we have to then go ahead and make another vaccine that works against them. And that can take significant amounts of time. In the meantime, what can the Biden administration do to try to prevent this, to try to prevent cases from surging? This has been a conversation and a very important one that's been happening over the past couple of weeks. It all comes down to a couple of different things, but primarily messaging. As much as we're doing, America, it's time to do even more. All of us have to do our part, every one of us. So the Biden administration wants to make sure that they are promoting the good work they're doing on the vaccine, you know, having this sense of hope instilled among Americans that the light is at the end of the tunnel, while simultaneously at the same time uh, instilling in Americans a sense of urgency that we need to buckle down and make sure these infections do not continue to rise. With vaccines, there's hope, but people are, le are, are, are letting up on precautions which is a very bad thing. You know, we're giving up hard-fought, hard-won gains. And so the problem for the Biden administration right now is they're trying to message to distinctly different groups across the country, those who have been vaccinated, those who are still waiting for the shot, and those who don't want to get the shot. Uh, there are just different groups of people that they have to reach out to at this point. So seniors, please, if you've not gotten your shot yet, get it this week. Get it. As important as messaging is, as good as it can be to say on national TV, you know, get your vaccine, get your vaccine or wear your mask, wear your mask. I feel like that at the end of the day is just telling people 
to do something. I mean, is there anything further that federal officials can do to prevent the worst case scenario here? You know, the other thing they can do is try to apply more pressure on state governors to get them to consider uh, re-implementing mass mandates or consider not reopening so quickly. Um, And those conversations are happening behind the scenes. But publicly, to this point, the Biden administration has urged people to continue universal mask wearing and social distancing, but there hasn't been too much direct pressure on individual governors to reverse course. Mm. Do you think we could see that change given what's happening right now? I think those conversations are happening this week. There are very serious conversations happening behind the scenes with states that are experiencing more significant outbreaks than other states. And I think, you know, the federal government, including the CDC, is really trying to work with state health agencies to find ways to contain those outbreaks at a jurisdictional level. But I would say that 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 is a conversation that's that's ongoing in the White House right now. Um, how do we put pressure on some of these governors to take this seriously? And the fear is that if if the pressure is not applied and things don't change, we could be in real trouble. You mentioned that this is sort of a two pronged issue right now, that cases are rising and we also need to get people vaccinated. And it's sort of like a race between those two things. Where are we with vaccinations and what can or is being done at this moment to try to outpace that rate of infections that's rising right now? So the number of people aged 65 and over who have been fully vaccinated, that number continues to rise day over day. And and also what we're seeing is that populations anywhere from 18 to 65 are, you know, just in the past few days, really, those vaccinations are really ramping up in that in that group. States are are now opening vaccinations to everyone. So things are starting to move very quickly on the vaccination front. Just this week, it's really significantly ramped up. And so what the Biden administration is trying to do is to make sure that all of the demand for the vaccine, that there's capacity to meet it. So they're they're doubling the number of uh, retail pharmacy um, partners uh, this week. So it's going from 17,000 pharmacy locations that will have the vaccine to about 40,000 pharmacy locations that will have the vaccine over the next couple of weeks. They're also increasing the number of mass vaccination sites across the country. Um, And they're continuing to try to ramp up the number of doses that go out to states. So states, you know, on a state level can try to get these shots into arms more quickly as well. So there are, it's a, it's a puzzle and, and they're trying, the administration is trying to do this across several different sort of sectors. And so they're really trying to expand capacity and make sure that once that supply ramps up, which should be coming by June with the J&J partnership, that they'll have enough space essentially and partners who have the ability to get those doses into arms. Can I just ask your gut feeling as someone who's been watching this all? Sure. Like looking at the next few weeks, the next few months, what do you think is going to happen with this race? Do you think we are looking at a problem situation or do you think we can get vaccinations up and cases down like we need to? I'm very confident that we'll continue to see vaccinations, those rates spike over the coming days. My fear is that the virus is spreading and replicating in a way that we don't fully understand right now. 
that our surveillance systems are are sort of limited, right? We we can't always tell on a day to day basis the rate of infection on a jurisdictional level, on a state level, on a national level. So my fear is that although we're increasing vaccinations a lot day over day, that the virus is spreading in a way that we don't fully understand. And my fear is that the virus will continue to spread rapidly and that we won't be able to catch up with vaccinations. I'm worried about new new variants emerging. All of it combined is is concerning. And so I think you'll start to hear health officials start to get even more anxious as they talk about this if the numbers begin to increase um, into next week. Because right now, health officials are really sort of banking on the fact that these cases could plateau and then decline. And so they're just waiting to see what the data tells them. But you have to remember, our data systems aren't really set up in a way where we can tell today sitting here that, you know, okay, I'm going to look at this map and here's here's the rate of infection on any given day. Our, our data systems are set up in a way that we have significant lags in data reporting, in, in case surveillance reporting. So like I said, my fear is that the virus is already spreading more rapidly than we understand. All right, that is our show for this week. I'm Jeremy Siegel, and big thanks to Aaron Banco from Politico's health team for talking with me. To stay up on Aaron's reporting and all of our latest coverage of the pandemic, Make sure to sign up for the Politico Pulse newsletter at politico.com slash newsletters. And if you're not, be sure to subscribe to the Pulse Check podcast. Pulse Check's senior producer is Jenny Ament, and our executive producer is Irene Noguchi. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time.